Hello everyone. This is what I like to call hour 15. Um, if you're still with us, congratulations. Um, you've made it to hour 15. My voice is gonna get lower and lower, um, but my energy level is getting higher and higher. Um, with me on Advantage Kids, um, I have like pretty much the reason this entire thing is happening. A big deal. You were swagged out in this very normcore New York City hat, and you aren't, even though you're extremely special, you still have to um, abide by the same rules that everyone else is doing. I would like you to introduce yourself and talk about three things that you enjoy doing that takes up most of your time. Okay. Uh, so my name is Michael Mignano. You can call me Mike. What up, Mike? Um, I'm not as special as you said, I, I, I mean, you are the reason this is happening. It's not true. We, it's we are just here to... This would have been in a back alley. <laughs> that pro- a, that probably would have been a good podcast. A, yeah, but here's the thing. I, I would have lost service. Like, my phone would have died. Like, we wouldn't we wouldn't have made it 24 hours because I would have forgot to bring an iPhone charger. So the fact that y'all have outlets is, like, why this made outlets. it 24 hours. That's a business and right there. And love. <laughs> um, um, all right, three things. That, what was well, it you already said one thing, your name. Okay. But no, but three things that I love to do with my, what did you say? Three things? Like the three things that take up the the most of your time. So number one is um, hanging out with my wife and kid. I have a kid that takes up a lot of time. That's Mm -hmm. a, that's a, that's a, that's a good way to spend my time. She's almost two. Um, So cool. It's awesome. Number two is, is this, I spent a lot of time in this office, although Never as much time as I've spent in this office today. I just wanted you to really like get to know your office. How old this op? There's not a lot of like, like, there are no like holes in the wall or anything, which makes me feel like this this office space is under eighteen months old. We've only so I mean this building. I th- I think our landlord told us he's had this building for I want to say fifty plus years or something like that. Interesting. <laughs> How long have you been on the fourth floor? We've been on the fourth floor for like three months. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. I was 15 months right. Yes. Um, we we were on the 11th floor. We had about half the space we have now. And then it got way too hot and sweaty and uh, uncomfortable. And so. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like a monster when it comes to talking to the mic. It's am I, like, Am I okay, John? I like I like go out of my way to talk as far away from the mic as possible. Um, I'm gonna pause. All right. So, yo, you gotta get to sleep. Why are you? You go. You gotta go home. John, uh, the head of this production, has been working on this thing way too long. John is a legend. Yeah, I would like him to produce like my like my Friday <laughs> and my Saturday. He's a he's a godsend. God damn. He's amazing. Where'd you find John? Um, so do you know the outline? Yes. So he, he, uh, he started the podcast there. Daily okay. uh, world. Uh, oh my God, I can't even remember the name, even though I'm like a huge fan. Daily world, world daily dispatch, daily world dispatch, world dispatch. One of those, three. one of those things. He produced that podcast. Um, and I heard it and I thought it was amazing. And, uh, and then we hung out and I was like, this guy needs to be an anchor. So I, He's so good. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's so good. Can I? John's going to hate me for saying this, but we have a nickname for him in the office that he hates. Podcast John? No. uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm 
Oh, he's gonna kill me, but it's so good. He's 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 yelling in my ear. Please don't do this. Really? Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> right. I I I I protect John at all costs. Okay. I won't. Oh, and now he says you can do it. Really? Yes, he said it. I Do- promise. Doctor Podcast. Oh, that is incredible. I can't believe you waited 15 hours to talk tell me that Doctor Podcast. <laughs> you're like so you're he's like, got he's got a podcast that he he started for Anchor called I Should Start a Podcast and it's amazing. It's like if you ever wanted to start a podcast, it is the definitive guide, the the definitive audio guide to starting a podcast. Why was I not told about that before I started a podcast? <laughs> And everyone in this office told John it should be called Dr. Podcast. I love that. Dr. Podcast sounds like the first Marvel character to disappear in Infinity War. <laughs> Dr. Podcast is like, oh, my arm is gone. Thanos made me disappear. He uh, wouldn't have it. I don't blame him. I mean, I would I would not want to be called Dr. Podcast. But um, that makes one. Of anyway, us, uh, my, 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 dream, my dream is to be called Dr. Dr. Anything. Um, I have so many. Um, I've been out of the podcast game. For a while, were you, were you on the Grantland podcasts? Were, were, I, I had. I don't, I don't. I feel like I never heard you on any. I of those. had a podcast. You did. Yes, it was called Rembrandt Explains. Oh, that, oh, that's right. I do remember that one. It was a, it was a five month podcast. It ended because I interviewed all the my friends, and I like, I was like, I've run out of friends, and I want this podcast to end. Yeah. Also, like Bill had just gotten like relieved of his services, and I was uh, like, I don't want to make. Oh, it. this was like. This is post Bill Grantland. Yeah. So like, no, like, yeah. this was like towards the end of Bill Grantland. And I was like, I don't want to make anything else for ESPN that makes y'all money. Right. So I'm going to stop this podcast. Anyway, I really loved podcasting, but I like, I've been very, um, I'm very particular on who I make media for because like, I don't, I don't trust myself. So like, I only, that's the reason I love Dr. Podcasts. <laughs> Because like in a very short amount of time, who would not want to make media for Doctor Podcast? In a very short amount of time, I trust him with my life, which like and your Friday night. There's only one man I've I've ever trusted with my life is David Jacoby, Um, because he was like, "I'll never make you look like a fucking idiot," and I was like, (laughs) "Damn, that's real." Um, I I love you for that, Um, but um, I I'm very happy that you were not only just like still awake, but I'm very glad that I mean I gave you a very kind shift because like yeah, there was a you, world in which you were like give me anything I was like anything he doesn't mean that no I I really would have done it but I wanted you at like I wanted you at your 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 best <laughs> and I've always heard that your best is 12:40 a.m. Um, the ru- the rumors are true 12:40 the rumors are true and I've always and I've also like been pretty like happy like. There've there've been like lots like I've like I have this view, this vantage point from my podcast seat of I get to see every single person that I've had come on this podcast come out of the elevator. And there's been like a pretty hilarious stream of people who you have known come out of that elevator. Right. Which makes me feel like this is this was I did this at the right place. Like like when when you saw Aunt Demby, I was like, that's dope. You know, the fact that you suggested Mick, and then two days ago, I saw Mick out at night. And he he, was told like, me, he, he texted was, me. He was like, I'll see you, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> it's been, like, it's been, like, pretty great. Like, you were just like, yo, like, I feel like, you know, when when Miss Info came, like, you know, like, it's just been, like, it feels like a perfect storm of 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 people. Like, I, I saw when Grant walked in. Grant, yeah. 
also shout out to Grant. Grant like brought like like pigeon like Charlie Bird Legacy Records dinner. Yeah, the he brought like various types of bird, right? Oh, he brought chicken, brought pigeon, yeah. brought like you know. delicious. It's like it's amazing. Like this has been like, Legacy Records, by the way. You, I don't know how how much you guys gosh, talked about it's in the, like the best place. It's the best there. place in New York. It's the best restaurant <laughs> in New York. It's like stupid. That it's, it's, stupid. It exists. it's also like like the labyrinth. Like there's like a hundred secret rooms. There's a hundred fifty rooms. Yeah, there. it's like crazy. It's, it's fucking, amazing. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, I have something I want to ask you. Okay. Uh, it's a very puzzling but like inspirational thing, like. In twenty, like in this decade, like, what gives someone like you or you and your business partner like the belief that you can start a successful business in a crowded marketplace? Um, <laughs> I, so I, I had always wanted to start a business. I don't know. I'm like a. I like to build stuff, but mm-hmm. I never built a business. Um, and I don't know if I ever really had an aspiration to build a, like, I wasn't like, I need to build a business. I'm going to like build a successful I'm business. I'm like a capital B business. Yeah, exactly. Man. I think it was, um, I think it was more that we, we found something that we, 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 we felt we identified a problem. And we felt like we knew the solution. Tell me that problem. What was that problem? So we we tried to start a podcast, and it was really hard. Like it was, it, it's not easy to start a podcast, even today. Where you know, I feel like we've 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 made strides in making it easy. It's easier. It's still not easy to start. Like starting a podcast is hard. But when when we had tried to start a podcast, it was literally like by the expensive microphone, like figure out how to edit audio and that's kind of a technical process upload that audio and pay for it figure out what the hell an rss feed is and submit it to all the different places where you might want to be hurt it it was just complicated right it was like you google how to start a podcast and there's like a hundred different articles telling you a thousand different things and um and we were just at a we had just been at a company that was focused on making photo editing easy and we kind of looked at each other and we were like this is stupid this making a podcast should be easier so yes. anyway to answer your question it wasn't like how do we find what could be a successful business in 20 20- it was more just like this is a problem we would like to help solve it and so we just started we just started working on it and before we knew it it was all we wanted to do with our time and that's it i love it and where did y'all meet we met at our last company so we met at a company called Aviary. I joined as uh, to, to run product. He joined to uh, work on server engineering, and we just kind of hit it off. I love it. Yeah. And one thing that I um, I've said this a couple times in the uh, seventy three hours I've yeah. been on the air. Um, seventy four. Seventy four. Sorry. Um, it's okay. Is there was definitely a world in which. I, you know, did a lot of planning and like, let's get the right brands involved and let's like have the right synergy and let's do a hundred things and like, let's do this big event in a couple months. This This thing. This. Like there was like, there was a world in which this idea 
turns into like ideation. Let's like do some like real legwork to plan it for the future. But one thing I said to someone earlier, I was like, the longer I think about this, the more opportunity I have to back out. Planning just delays. And planning also gives you the, it gives you a, an opt out. Like I, like I came to y'all last week. Yeah. And we could find out when, I think it was a week ago. I think it was like, we had a, we, we had a phone call. You, you did not expect, <laughs> you told me this. You were like, I did not expect this to be the phone call that you called me with. That is true. Hold on. Let's see when it was. It was, um, Dre. So it was August, it was August, uh, August 21st was the call. Okay. It was 10 days ago. Okay. So I got it wrong. 10 days. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. This is a pretty good 10 day pull off event. Yeah. No, totally. I, I, I think, um, you, you were super focused and you had a very, very clear vision and what you wanted to do. And you had so many awesome friends who wanted to jump on board as soon as you emailed them. Well, I didn't know that it was going to happen like that but one thing i talked about with a couple homies that came through was just like th these are the moments that you have to bank on like a lifetime of not like always asking people for favors right because like you want to like when i sent out this like mass email it was clear by the response that people knew like this was something I actually cared about. And because they've anyone that I was talking to has known me for years and has typically been on like the receiving end or has just never heard me ask for anything. So it's like, damn, like this much this must be something that he cares about. But also, like, you know, and granted, it didn't have to be twenty four hours, but like there is something to having some like very aggressive skin in the game. Totally. That makes you want to just like be like, damn, this is fucking crazy. Should should we talk? A I, I don't know if I'm like sharing too much, but and feel free to tell me I am. But should we talk about kind of when we first talked, like I don't cut me off. This is too much. 24 hours wasn't the original plan. It was not. the original plan. <laughs> should we address that? Yes. Like. To your point, setting aggressive goals is sometimes the motivating factor for actually getting anything done, right? This was supposed to be, or at least the way that we were initially discussing it. I mean, you were initially, I mean, this is your thing. Like, I, I shouldn't even use the word we. Um, it was more like, let's let's see how far the donations take us. Well, no, no. So, like, the, ori the original thing was, like, it was going to be live. And, right, right, right. And... If we hit certain thresholds, mm. it'll like if I if I get to 10K, then I'll go X amount of hours. Right. And like, you know, and like the the max was 24. The max was 24 okay, hours. Like in my head, I was like, let's, you know, let's try to make as much money. But like, you know. I had never really done a fundraiser before, blah, blah, blah. But it was more just like there were incentivized goals. But I definitely wasn't like, oh, I'm definitely going to do 
I'm not, from the jump, I'm going to do 24. Right. It was more just like, damn, if they really donate that much, I'll do up to right. 24. <laughs> but I think it's cooler the way you did it, though, because you're saying from the get go, I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is and go all the way if you're willing to go all the way and help me get there. And I've, you know, like this used to be like my my lane, like a, a, aggressive workplace like bits <laughs> you know this is luckily like what else like you know like i went to burning man for nine days you know like i wrote a piece about being in like a tallahassee casino for a day and a half like i i love doing i loved doing things where i'm like i'm gonna do i'm gonna write a piece about something that other people write about but i'm gonna like go like two steps after when they give up, I'm going to really tap into the the human condition that is my, like, mind and write a much more interesting piece because, like, I can, I can, like, physically do it. I'm not someone that pulls all-nighters anymore, and I'm not someone that, like, thrives off of that adrenaline of, like, staying up later than anyone else, but... In agreeing to do this, I did know, like, I can probably do it, you know? But I do know that, like, again, like, like I like the fact, like, most of my friends now are like, you must actually care about this because I know you don't actually, like, like, you don't get off on staying up for 24 hours. You're just like, <laughs> like, you're like... Ugh, like this is hard. Yeah, it's not like yeah, I get to stay up for twenty four hours. Like I, like when, when Hannah and Darian were here, like yeah, like that was like a, a decade ago. <laughs> I was just and, and they were talking, and like when they were talking, I got to lay on the couch. Like I didn't go yeah, to yeah. sleep, but just like I was like I've, like, I'm a writer by nature of that. Like I don't most days I don't talk. Like after Andrea leaves the house. I just go mute until she comes back home. Well, I think what's crazy is at 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 our age, I don't know how old you are, but I'm a, I'm guessing you're in the range of of my age, 31, 35. Um when you stay up all night, uh, when I stay up all night, I'm exhausted the next day. But you're not just staying up all night, you're talking for 24 hours. Talking is exhausting. And you're doing it for 24 hours straight. So let me tell you something. And I think this, there's like a parallel to like exercise or like anything. The worst moment was like hour three. Really? Because, Andrea, I told you this. Like, I slept like 10 hours almost. <laughs> um, and my body was so pleased with me. It was like, you slept 10. Why not 14? <laughs> so, like, those first couple hours were tough. Yeah. Because I, like, my body was like, just go back to sleep, dude. Like, like, I, I genuinely didn't hit my, like, energetic stride until, like, hour 10. Well, you're doing great. Um, and, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's about to be one. So, like, you're going to be hearing this at about three. Like, there were moments where I was just like, I don't know if it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Now I'm like, 
money. Like I, I see the number. We're at, oh my lord, Where are we at? We're at twenty two thousand fifty three dollars. Oh my god, we're like under, we're under two thousand. That's crazy. Holy shit. Yo, shout out to Coach Wink. I, he is going to be so happy when he wakes up in the morning. <laughs> I'm assuming he knows about this, right? Like, oh, he knows about it. My mom. You've, ta- you've been talking to him. I talked to him. My mom. My mom. My mom is like the uh, Rembert layman translator. Right. <laughs> like he's like, "What is Rembert doing?" And my mom's like, "Get on the phone. I will try to explain." Which is funny because like I didn't ever th- think my mom knew what I was doing. But uh, um, can I ask you two questions before yes. we bail? All yes, right. N- number one. Um, so this is your first time raising money like this, right? This is my this is my, like first crowdfund crowdfunding exercise. This is the this is the first time I've ever been front facing fundraising. Ever. So, would you do? Do you want to do this again? Would like are you inspired to do this again? And if so, for what other types of causes? Um, I think there is a less me focused way to do something like this. Um, um. I mean, I, I really, you know, like I really care about, um, kids getting exposed to like, like having a chance to at least see some of the stuff that I've gotten to see in my life. You know, like I've, I've like always like really thought that there was like a, uh, a correlation between exposure and you know compassion and empathy and intelligence and a lot of that is just like you know if you spend your whole life in one neighborhood you've only interacted with you've only interacted and seen a very narrow collection of human beings right. and i remember only being in one neighborhood. And then I remember now being exposed to two neighborhoods. And then I remember finally leaving Georgia and seeing this. And like, I, I became more critical of my surroundings because I had that toolkit to express myself. But I also like wanted to, I was more curious and wanted to learn more about how other people were brought up and raised. And I was a lot less judgmental. Like I got less judgmental. I got more critical in terms of like asking questions, but less judgmental because like I realized the more I met people and the more I learned about where people were from, the more I like assumed I knew someone's whole story just by that. Like what was their surface story? I was just like, yo, like people judge me all the time. They don't know who I am, where I came from, my family story, my backstory. So because I don't want people to, you know, make a judgment on me, why would I then make a judgment on other people? And it made me a more, the more I got to meet other people and go other places, I got to really, like, I found that joy in, like, really getting to know people. And, like, I see, I see these kids who grew up, I mean, you see kids that grew up in the same neighborhood as you. The only difference is, like, the year but the neighborhood isn't that differently. You're just like, damn, I just like want you to have that one experience that like opens up your mind a little bit and gives you the option to at least like explore a little bit, which is so like the same way my coach cares about tennis, but he really cared about 
like expanding our minds and like getting us into college and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I want these kids to go to the U S open, but I also want them to like experience a different setting and like experience what it's like to be in a different city in a different state and see other people and, and like have chance conversations with people that they've never met. Because like, I know that shit is so invaluable. And like, there's one moment that, each one of them might hap- have in this like 72 hour period that could literally like change their life for the better. So like, I'm just like, if I can do anything to, um, to throw some exposure on not only the kids, but also some of the coaches, some mm. of the adults, like the adults aren't perfect. Like they, the, the adults aren't, you know, like Atlanta's a great place to never leave. Like Atlanta's big enough where you could never leave, hmm. and you know it's as much as of an uh, of an important trip for the kids as it is the adults that go on the trip. And I just like I know how important it is. So, That's awesome. um, um as, one, oh, go ahead. No, say one more thing. No, I thought you were gonna rap. I'm I'm about to rap, but I thought you I have one more say. question yeah. for you. You have what nine hours left? So we just finished our. Fi- we just finished hour fifteen. Okay. So uh, what do you what do you want to accomplish with these next nine hours? Um, as our guest then and the ability to just like do some weird solo stuff increases. I just like I wanna I wanna stay up. Um I wanna <laughs> have like I'm an only child. I like I can talk to myself. For, yeah hours so like i just want to i want to make it to the morning because we have some really good guests coming in starting at 7 a.m so i just want to like get a little weird and like be in this room by myself and just like talk a little bit until the producer's like okay you made it another hour find a new thing to talk about keep going let's keep going awesome thank you so much thank you